What's up, what's up, what's up? This your boy M. Davis, and it's the Riding Out All Day podcast. Make some motherfucking noise. Yeah. Of course, I got my expert analyst, a.k.a. my motherfucking nigga. Uh, Reggie, go ahead and introduce yourself. It's your boy Dick Van Pipe, a.k.a. Reggie, uh, sitting here on, on the rooftop of my, oh, at the rooftop pool, kicking it. Ready to do this. So, our other uh, analysts, our other expert analysts, they hold out for more money, so they're not on the podcast today. They'll be back, though, because they ain't going to get that money. Not before I get it. So, what's up, Reggie? What's cracking? What's the word, dog? Oh, nothing, man. It's finally cooling down out here in Vegas, man. Got the wind blowing. I'm not getting in this pool. Last time I did, you know, I ended up having to get a new phone. But it is what it is. This nigga gonna go get a red phone. <laughs> I mean, it's limited edition. Yeah, that's what I'm scared of, too, them gunshots. But uh, it's limited edition, though. I had to get it, man. You know, at some point, I could go ahead and sell it for what it's worth for the actual price. And move on to something bigger and better. We all know what's coming out on that iPhone platform. So so do you feel stupid that you just got a new phone and the new ones are coming out in like five days? No, not not particularly because, I mean, I'm going to go ahead and keep this phone. I'm going to buy this one out. And I'm going to go ahead and just get that. Which one are we talking about? The uh, X Max? Yeah, they got an X Max, they got a X something something and an X some other shit. You know they know how to get that money. Yeah, all day. I'm and I encourage everybody got an Android phone. Phone, we don't need y'all fuck asses in our fucking life all day. If you got an and if you got an Android phone, you should just boo yourself. <laughs> I mean, don't you hate when you uh you texting somebody, you know what I'm saying? And you see that green shit pop up in your bubble? Yeah, everybody been having to deal with that with me for the last three days, you know, until I got my shit today. But, yeah, that, that is kind of ignorant. I want to know you got my message. I want to see it say delivered. You know what I'm saying? If I know it's delivered, it ain't got to say red because you can take that shit off. I just but, I just judge motherfuckers that just got, got androids. That means you just... You just you're just confused in life, and you just you just all over the place, and just your your picture quality is not fucking with you. <laughs> then the type of motherfucker still driving driving fucking eighty six Chevy Novas and shit, man. Damn. Uh, oh motherfuckers, get rid of that goddamn uh, Alexander Graham Bell shit. Give it that real shit. So first off, I, I want to say rest in peace to Mac Miller. You know. Most definitely. Died at 26 from a apparent drug overdose, which is fucking crazy. I feel like every time we do this podcast, I feel like the last three podcasts we've done, we started off with a rest in peace or a rip. Yeah, man. It's 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 a bad thing, man. And I mean, I don't want to, you know, play the game like everybody else play it. But, I mean, he was almost in that, that 27 club. You know, from the same situations that the 27 Club end up being in type shit. But, you know, I, I just want everybody, if y'all having any type of mental issues and you think shit too hard, talk to somebody. 
Hold on, like, so let, real talk. Let me ask you a question. For the people that don't know what the Twenty Seven Club is, what is that? It's the superstars in music that actually are uh, trendsetters in music that have died at twenty seven for from overdoses or Kurt Cobain was uh, suicide, right? Yeah, he killed himself, but he was high on heroin. I'm, I think I'm pretty sure he had to be done. You know what I'm saying? Because I mean, wow. And Damn. It's, it's been a lot of them like that, man. Twenty seven years old, they take themselves out the game, but but yeah, if you got if you need help, you need to ask for it. Don't be too proud, none of that shit. Nothing is that big where you gotta kill yourself. Whether it be overdosing or, you know, suicide. Overdosing is suicide to me. I mean, you know, for some people it's it's a little bit deeper than that, you know. I I think it comes down to you know to to, to mental issues, you know. Yeah. It's either mental issues or drugs, but I, I wouldn't know because I, I ain't in this situation. But do you think that it had anything to do with Ariana Grande? I'm going to say no because the reason she left him, and this is uh, from an interview she did, was because of his drug use. But what I'm saying is you don't think the stress of her leaving him while he was addicted to drugs and then not shortly after that being with another dude and not shortly after that marrying a dude had anything to do with it? The person. I don't know what his capacity to listen and uh, put stock in what's going on. Because some people are, and I don't want to, you know, I'm, I'm going to use this term, but I'm not saying that you are or they are. But some people are a little bit weaker uh, when it comes to the mind in regards to that. To where, okay, that's the end of the world for me and da-da-da-da-da. I mean, it, it could have been. I mean, they had a they had a banging-ass song on his album before the one that just dropped. They had a badass song. I had just put somebody on to Mac Miller the weekend prior to him passing away. The crazy thing is we was talking about, uh, remember I was talking about his album on the podcast that I had never really listened to nothing and the album was dope to me and you know, it was, it, it, it had, it was put together well. Dude so. is cold. He was, he was a very good artist, man. He could rap, he could sing, you know, he could, he could do it all, but you know, just like any other uh, person of non-color that comes in the game, he, Unless you're Justin Timberlake or uh, what's the other cat? Well, he's color. He, he has color to him. Uh, uh, Bruno Mars. But it, he has color to him. No, Bruno Mars, you know, he's Filipino. But, I mean, you're, you're put in a situation where you're going to be under scrutiny anyway. Why are you doing this music type stuff? And that's that's all it's always been. He's like, like John B was kicking for a minute, but then, you know, he was, he was a, a small fish in the pond, man. John so he B. Was, you remember John B? John B was singing, man. Yeah, but so was Mac Miller. Nah. The majority that's a, that's a different type of singing. John John B was singing, nigga. Was singing. Yeah, but the you gotta listen to Mac Miller's his uh actual lyrics, man. Dude, he was very deep. His yeah, right his writing was on point, man. Like there was no question who he was talking about or what he was talking about when he was saying it. I feel you. 
Uh, but so rest in peace, Mac Miller, man. Most definitely, most definitely. Uh, so I, you know what I want to talk about, dog? What's that? I wanted to talk about speed dating. <laughs> Speaking of, just randomly, yeah. I mean, of course, we heard a topic about it yesterday, so I kind of wanted yeah. to talk about it and see, like, would you ever fucking speed date? For the, I mean, just for shits and giggles, I would, but to to take it serious, you cannot speed date and think. The, the first three minutes, well, the three minutes or however many minutes you get with that person is going to put you on a, a love connection. It's it's very, very impossible. So we got a we got a friend of ours right now that's on a speed. He's on a speed day, excuse me. And paid $30 for that shit. That's prostitution. And, Go ahead. and paid for the speed date. And I was really thinking about that. Like, well, I ever do some shit like that, but and I came to the conclusion that no, I couldn't do it. I've actually done that informally. If you could, you know, talk about, you know, being in a club, going from person to person at the club. I mean, that's my, my nigga. If you think about it, speed dating is basically social media, uh, mm-hmm. the club, the mm-hmm. bar, the bar. That's that, that's a fucking speed date. A barbecue slash picnic, going to your dude's family's uh, family reunion. <laughs> yeah, any anytime you get dressed up and go out where it's gonna be the opposite sex, you kind of speed dating, and you yeah. might get more action from that than an actual speed date. Like, I that that nigga finna be in there running into all types of wild shit. It ain't gonna be nothing. Yeah. It ain't gonna be nothing like uh, Akeem and what you call it when they was at the at the club at a. Looking for the princess and shit. <laughs> From coming to America, the, he came all the way to Queens to get a queen. <laughs> it, it ain't gonna, it ain't gonna be that type of speed dating. No, see, see, if I did it, if I did it, it would have to be somewhere like where, like, the beautiful women at, like, where the beautiful black women at in Miami, like, where it's just those, you know, those the, the right women, or like the beautiful Spanish women in Miami. Or, you know what I'm saying? It'll have to be, like, that vibe. Like, the beautiful Vegas... Uh, damn, never mind. I would rather go on the speed... Do speed dating in Puerto Rico, the Republic. I mean, I, you know, I'm a, I like exotic type women. But, I mean, it is what it is. I, I want to go somewhere where I'm not going to be forced to, you know, have to talk to what I consider the fillers. <laughs> <laughs> you know exactly. Saying? So, 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 if like Vegas don't have the most attractive women, this is a transient city. Like, so most of the people here is tourists. Nothing against the women here, but I'm saying like, I'd rather be in like Atlanta, where the ratio to women to men is, you know what I'm retarded. saying? Retarded. It's retarded. Exactly. Oh so, God. a speed date in a place like that would probably be fun, interesting, entertaining, like crazy. That shit out here, that's that's ba- you just going on a status date, right? I mean, that's all it is, man. But but to speak on that, the ratio in Atlanta, man, it's that way for a reason, for a particular reason, because Atlanta has become the uh, San Francisco of the South. 
The San Francisco of the South. Yeah. You gonna have I mean, you gonna have to break that down for me. I put it you like this. Um you ever met a dude with a full Rick Ross beard wearing some Prince boots with the stiletto heel? Nah, and I nah I haven't. But I don't I don't get connecting flights to Atlanta for a reason. I'm great. Um, great. I will connect in Detroit, Chicago, Raleigh, Durham. Fucking, I go fly to Miami to go to New York on a connected flight before I stop in Atlanta. Man, I'm great. Man, Atlanta Airport is one of the airports with the best looking women. I mean, you tripping? I, I was trying to go to go through this podcast without booing you, but that was boo worthy, my nigga. It's beautiful women everywhere. Matter of fact, I'm fuck a, that. You get this boo butt nigga. <laughs> I, I am a I am a purveyor of high standards, and I'm gonna keep it that way. I'm not saying it because Atlanta got some badass women. I was stationed down in Savannah, Georgia, and we would drive the four hours up to Atlanta to go kick it. Like real talk, but it was a whole different type of Atlanta back then. Hey, boy, was it a boat. No pun, but boy, was it a different uh, Atlanta. Hey, Reddy said that, like, I wasn't a a, 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 a guy of high standards, y'all. Y'all hear that, nigga? I'm not saying you are. Let's boo this nigga again. I mean, we all have high standards. Some people shoot for the sky, but the gun too heavy, so they're shooting at it that way. But my, my whole thing is I, I have my hangups with Atlanta, but, yes, there are some of the most – Beautiful women with some of the, the most badass accents out of this world, which, which you know, it's it's a, a mix. Off. It's a mix, diverse. It's it's probably the most diverse city in the country. But that's why the women out outnumber the men because a lot of the men are being counted in that number with the women. But that's yeah. a whole other story. Yeah, right. Anyway, remember back in the day when every chick you met, when you'd be like, yeah, you know. Where you from? What do you do? Da, da, da. They'd be like, oh, well, I work it. I'm a nurse, da, da, da. but I'm just going to get my money up because I'm moving to Atlanta. Remember, everybody was moving to Atlanta. What was that, uh, Minister Society, where uh, she was getting her shit right to go to Atlanta and uh, Kane ended up getting shot in the front yard on the big wheel and shit? Was they going to Atlanta? She was going, Jada Pinkett was going to Atlanta, bruh. They was moving to Atlanta? Was that Atlanta? Yeah, I got to fact check moving. that. I got to fact check oh, that. Fact check it, bro. I know that's one of my favorite movies, man. Mine because too. Of, because of the drive through scene. <laughs> and then you got the whip, the rims, and the burger off of that shit. What? Man, if you don't turn the sounds off of them down keys on that mug. But I'm telling you, they was going to Atlanta, bro. I know this to be a fact. I don't watch that movie about. About a good 30, 40 times. We're gonna have to take your take your uh blame me. All right, we we'll come back to it on the next one. You're gonna be it's gonna be one of them predictions. We'll, yeah, we'll, he was right. We'll take your word for it right now. Yeah, she was I don't know. I don't, I think they was gonna be driving too, because they was you know, she had the moving truck and all that shit. Cause you know, they, she wasn't about to fly out there and have her shit out there on some North American band lines and shit. Oh, That's wait, wait. Good. You right. Where was the other nigga moving? Where was where was the other dude moving to? He well, was the one dude was going to college. Remember, the one guy was leaving to go to college. The uh, the the pro black dude. Remember him? The uh... nah, he, he the ah fuck. 
Nah, the you other what? nigga was mo- he was moving out of town too. You ain't talking about Kane, is you? Nah, nah, nigga. We talking about the one with the short haircut that always had the he was kind of dressed up all the time. The big homie. Uh, I wouldn't know who the who the uh, actual big homie yeah, was. Yeah, I might be man. tripping. I might be tripping. I might be tripping. I, might but I know tripping. the one the one guy was going to college and uh Jada Pinkett was going to Atlanta and she was trying to convince Kane to go with her. And I think he had decided to go and then they, that's when your man came through uh, what's her name's cousin that he beat down came through. Now that nigga decided to go after he killed them niggas. That nigga was trying to get little. Yeah. He was trying to get the fuck up out of there. That's that West Coast shit. They don't nobody know nothing about that unless you live out here and know it and see it. You know what I'm saying? But but yeah, you know, that's one of the better places. But speaking of speaking of the southeast right now, what's up with this hurricane, man? I don't know, because I ain't never been in one. You know, that's the perks of living in fucking Las Vegas, Nevada, dog. You don't gotta deal with that crazy shit. Bro, we ain't got enough water out here to have no goddamn hurricane. <laughs> now, sandstorm? Okay, yeah, you won't see me. I, I, matter of fact, the first pair of goggles I ever bought was when I moved out here. You had, you had, because of the you, sandstorm. You had goggles for sandstorms, nigga. You acting like it was uh, some Wizard of Oz type shit going on out here. Bro, when the first one told my eyes up, I went and bought me some goggles. Yeah, see, that's this this how y'all know this nigga over 40. I got them Oakleys. I got them nice little $130 Oakleys and shit. Hmm. And that's pre-tax, of course. Hmm. But, yeah, they about, they going through it out there right now, man. And, you know, you got motherfuckers talking, because they got a mandatory evacuations, but then you got motherfuckers talking about, oh, I'm going to ride this out. Uh, nigga, you going to ride that wave inland. About a good 100, 200 miles and shit. Did they drop it down to a category three or some shit? The way the uh, models, the hurricane models were looking on TV, is like it was going to be a one by the time it got uh, a little bit further inland. But it's still going to be high winds. It's still going to be massive rains. It's, I mean, it's going to turn it into wetlands out there, man. These folks are I'm going to ride it out. All right, motherfucker. You sound like them people in the... Uh, in California, that was talking about, well, we're going to stay in our house, even though the forest around the house is burning the fuck down. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? These some crispy motherfuckers right now, mad. Mad because your house burnt down and you had to leave last minute. Mad as a motherfucker. Blaming it on Obama and shit. Yeah, if one if was for global warming, Obama didn't do anything for it. Even though Trump got out of the whole goddamn uh, situation altogether, well, I saw it's still Obama's fault. I saw some on the news yesterday. I saw articles somewhere where they said they're they're blaming they're blaming Trump for uh, the hurricane because he did something to where it's affecting global warming. So that's where the hurricane's coming from. He, he got out. He the only country, the only uh, I don't believe country. that. I don't believe that. By the way, no, but... no, no. Well, I mean, it ain't his fault, but he's the only. Uh, leader of a first world country that got out of that accord that they had with all the major leading countries that had something to do with the global warming with the with the uh the the situation where they were trying to help the 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 climate of the the planet man but he was like no we ain't gonna get in this paris this is paris accord it's the paris accord i'm glad it's the paris accord the paris accord all right let me ask you since we're on trump 
We'll start with Trump today. You know what I'm saying? Give me your predictions on what do you think is going to happen with Trump, the White House? Let's just say Trump in the White House within the next year. I'll put you like this. Trump ain't going to have an opportunity to run for a second term because anytime all your dudes are flipping on you, like they are literally flipping like they snit like I cannot we had the conversation about snitching I didn't agree with certain things oh them motherfuckers snitching on Trump <laughs> <laughs> you know cause you know he, he he was all buddy buddy with his lawyer and then when his lawyer got indicted he you know he took like three four steps back on that shit flipped on him yeah and so his lawyer was like alright man All right, I, you know I grew up like that I'm from, I'm from the motherfucking the upper crust of the hood and he you know he just he just life pocket, so it's a it's a bunch of them doing that. So do you think he gets impeached? Yep, but you know what it depends on? It depends on these elections in November. You think that you think it depends on elections? Why you set up? Because uh right now the Democrats have an opportunity to be in control of the House and the Senate. Okay, that has to, that has to do with one of my predictions. I think the Democrats take the House. I believe that it's going to be both because uh, Trump. What do, you, ran what, do you, what do you mean by both? I, when I say both, it's going to be the House and the Senate because Trump ran on some radical shit, and Trump found out that that radical shit make you fucking look stupid as fuck in the long term because you can't pass shit without criticism and without it slapping you in your face. Trump doesn't look Trump. Trump won't look stupid as fuck. It doesn't matter what he does. So we could, we could bypass that to, to his, to his legion of, of followers and his supporters. He doesn't look crazy. No, but that's not what, that's, that's not what the numbers are saying. The numbers are saying that, once they, once they did that little, remember it was seven point four lies a day. He told over four thousand and something, almost five thousand lies in the term already. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. everybody's saying that they don't want him to. Because remember, he he wants to testify. He wants to go before. Uh, who is this? A Paul Manafort? No, I think that's the dude. One of his other dudes that's getting it. But he wants to go uh, before the FBI. And you know, give a statement, this, that, and the other. But they scared that he's gonna be Trump and lie. He's gonna, he's going to perjure himself, man. He cannot tell the truth on shit, man. This is a man talking about he just grabbing by the pussy. Trump ain't grabbing nothing by. He he didn't he didn't bought a grab. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The only way he can be around women, he he bought the uh, Miss Miss America pageant. All right. Was, and was, you know, harassing them, but he's he's gonna be gone, man. And and it's only if the Democrats do win out in this midterm election. So let me tell you what I think is gonna happen. The Democrats take the House. You know, they'll have their little hearings or whatever. Uh, I I I feel like it's probably gonna be about two or three more people that's gonna get convicted, and then Trump gets impeached. While all of that is happening, 
I feel like some more shit about Russia is going to come out. And that's when uh, all of his supporters are going to be like, that'll be their excuse to cross back over like, oh, you really were. Uh, you, I mean, you really did have something to do with this this Russia shit. I mean, uh, by all in Hold on, let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. Let me go, finish. Ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. And then I think they'll try to convict him of like some some wild fucking crimes or some shit, and then Trump will resign. Like the Senate will like try to like fucking get him for like it's gonna be like some crazy shit. What what is damn? What the fuck is that shit called? Uh, when you like, oh man, what the fuck is it called? When you like. You lie about lie to the country. Yeah, it's perjury. Is it perjury? Yeah, he's, he's been perjuring himself when he said on an airplane that he nah, knew nothing about. It ain't perjury, perjury though. It's something else. It's, it's it, I think it's worse than perjury. No, nah, it's not treason. That's what you're it, talking yep, about. Treason. treason. It's treason. Treason. What he did was treasonous. That's, that's what he's going to get convicted for. Treason. Treason. I mean, if it goes down, I mean, I would love him to get convicted of treason because that's, you know, that's a, a death sentence. Well, you know, the max is death. And then guess what else is going to happen? I'm not done predicting. And then Melania Trump. Well, oh, before that happens, uh, Amorosa is going to drop her most exclusive thing that she has on Trump because she's got something on that nigga. I'm about we to buy talking... that audio book. I'm about to buy that first book. I'm about to buy we... We was talking about whether he smashed or not, but kind of didn't make sense. And I can't, I can't see Amorosa going like going there. But I, I think, think she did. got, I think she got some explosive shit on him, which is gonna like, is which which will get hushed because she she's a black woman, and and it, they'll play her or somebody will do some tour before that happens. But Amorosa drops some shit, he'll get convicted of treason. And then his wife will leave him and and come out with like a book later on and say that and expose everything. I think Melania trying to fuck LeBron. <laughs> what the fuck? Right. You know, like when, when he did it. Remember we was talking about that he did a school thing and Trump was like, you know, what? fuck him. Da, da, da. Melania was like, nah, he's cute. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, that's what she was saying. Like he did, oh, he did so such good, man. But that's like, that's if, like if I use your, on the man. if I use your logic on shit, boy, that mean every chick out here want to fuck with me, man. Bro, Melania wanted Melania want LeBron to come through the lane like a beast. <laughs> this nigga here, she want him to come to the big house like like the movie. I don't, I don't know if you don't remember the movie Man Dingo when the when the wives, the uh, masters' wives, was getting, was asking to get banged out by the slaves behind the masters' back, that's what she won't. But and then, um, and she, then, she's and the only voice of reason. You think so? She's the only voice of reason in the White House. Everybody else scared of her. She can't fire him. I mean, she. Can, I mean, he can't fire her. So you think? Hey, I, I saw this too. Do you think? You think there's a lookalike, a Melania lookalike? I'm pretty sure it's a. Thousand women out here look just like. Are you talking about like? No, no, no. That the White uh, House is company. Using. I don't. I don't believe so. No, I don't believe so. 
I, I, think, I believe she is who she is. She don't want to hold that motherfucker's hand in public. No, she be smacking I, his hand away. I, I I believe the the real one's the one that comes out. But I think there is one that when she can't come out and can't do shit, they use her instead. Well, remember she was in the hospital and had that uh, surgery for something that was happening, and like the whole hospital recovering. Everybody wondering where she was. Uh, Trump was the one that actually spilled the beans on where she was. And after her recovery, that's when she started, you know, continuing her work on cyberbullying, which, you know, should have started in the house before she started trying to do it in the country. But, I mean, that All is right. what it is. All right. So what do you think about uh, the... Uh, what do you think about the Trump situation? I mean... Uh, yeah, what do you think about the, uh, I mean, not Trump, Nike. What do you think about the Nike situation with uh, Kaepernick? Nike has always been in the forefront of what I consider entrepreneurship in the United States. There is nothing that some people burn in some fucking they only burn one pair, uh, one particular type of Nikes, and that's the cheap ass ones. The cheap ass ones that they be getting that—that's where they fucking fucked up flat ass uh, Neanderthal feet. Yeah, you motherfuckers is burning the thirty nine ninety nine Hey Teds that you got from like Ross, Big Five, Marshall, Dillard's, uh, Burlington. Bur- yeah, Burlington. <laughs> burn City. them shits. Yeah, burn right. them shits because we don't want to see them. And 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 uh, that Nike, I think Nike understands like, yo, our demographic is the black consumer. Why and would we? They're they're a worldwide brand, and the majority of their money does not come from here. Or maybe from from Jays because Jordan is a subsidiary of them. But they are a worldwide trademark. Yeah. And plus, they burn his shoes they already pay for. If that ain't about the dumbest motherfuckers known to man. But, it, yeah, it ain't like you burning Jordan's phone posits, fucking vapor matches, uh, you know what I'm saying, Jordan's. Uh, you ain't you ain't burning nothing hot. But, I, but you, ain't, you don't see none of them rich white kids burning their motherfucking shoes because they know better. Because they want to be one of these black athletes. They but, out here doing the and one moves and shit. But my thing on Nike is I think Nike, you know, I, I don't think Nike was on board at first. I think what happened was they was like, yo, this is crazy. They're really blackballing this dude. And this is a way for, for business to continue. And it's a way to help him. And it's a way to, 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 to boost our brand and boost ourselves some more. We, they already have the urban community. We're, we're, the, we're, we're, we're the biggest consumer of shoes anywhere on the to me, I believe anywhere on the goddamn planet, the United Especially States. Especially like exclusive shoes, anything over one hundred, over one hundred seventy dollars, black people buying that shit. Exactly. So, so, so peep that, and then you peep that. Just this, the, that's just the consumer dollar. Then you think about the athletes that have made Nike, Jordan, LeBron, Kobe, Serena, uh, and all the other ones. It's been a whole bunch presence. of other ones. Exactly. So why wouldn't you at this point, y'all have made billions, so it ain't nothing for y'all to stand up for this and, and make it make sense. So I'm happy. 
But I don't believe at any point in time they jumped on board because they have been paying him the whole time he ain't been uh, playing. Well, it, it had to be a deal made is basically what I'm saying. Like, it had to make sense for both. both it's making parties. sense now because look at the camp that has uh, turned into a whole bunch of retarded ass memes. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And, and what I heard was I heard that Nike made a deal with the NFL and then after that deal, they basically used that money from the deal to pay Kaepernick. So he kind of still got paid by the NFL. Pure genius. If that's what happened. I just heard that's what happened. Well, if that's what happened, that's pure genius. So I ain't mad at that. Yeah, you can't be. I, but my whole thing is, all the and a lot of Nike athletes are coming up under heat too. Look at uh, the outfit Nike made. Serena Williams that got her fine seventeen thousand dollars because then, it was it was showing her curves, and then she came back out in a two to one ass. All because she ain't built like them little boy hip having bitches that that's playing now. Come on, man. I mean, they'll do anything to distract. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Let that, let that. Wait, did we end the podcast with that though? Last last podcast? No, nah, that was well. We did it with tennis, but you know it was a whole totally different person. Okay, it, it was your boy Ricky Ross, Freeway Ricky Ross. But um, but yeah, then you know they made a big thing where this uh, artist basically made a cartoon, a caricature of her and the girl who beat her in Australia on some old. Uh, What's that shit? Like mammy type shit from back I in the day. I saw that. I saw that. In the play Devil's Advocate on that, the artist came out and said, here's a drawing. He, he put out another drawing and was like, here's a drawing of so-and-so and so when they uh, erupted and acted crazy. He was like, it had nothing to do with that. I'm just bringing it. I was trying to bring attention to the anger. And they had... She had him like all he had him all big and slumped over looking crazy too. So did he have big ass lips? Well, white people don't have big ass lips. But I think he did have big ass lips. I think he did. Well, they made a caricature of her and Yeah, I seen it. I was watching one of the news outlets where and you can remember this when like John McEnroe was cussing referees out, fucking uh, Pete Sampras, cussing rapper. I mean, all of them have done it. Yeah. But then they go on her because she's like, well, you need to apologize. You need to apologize. Da da da. Because she's a woman, she's held to a higher standard. It shouldn't be no double standards, bro. True. None. <laughs> None. If they can do it, she can do it. But it shouldn't be done at all because that person's doing the job and their job is to uh, officiate what you're doing. But, I mean, you you can go off on a fucking you know official or whatever it's been done in every fucking sport from soccer, baseball, football, basketball, of course tennis. Now I've never seen it in golf, but I'm pretty sure it's probably happened in golf. But I mean that's that's kind of fucked up what he did though, man, because it's it's always done. Somebody's always doing it. And it's always been done worse than what she did. Well, when you at the top, of, well, think about it like this: when you're at the top of your game as a man, it's hard. 
Reggie's lighting up his blunt right now, ladies and gentlemen. Y'all hear that shit. So imagine it's ten times harder to be at the top of the top of your game as a woman. But the good thing is, is we know Serena's built for it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, she 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 built to make them try to find somebody better than her. And then they tried to make the girl who was half Haitian and half Japanese Japanese. Oh yeah, they definitely tried to change the narrative. Let's boot them for that shit. They, they didn't give any credit for that. Yeah, she she checked them on it. I saw that on uh in, in Japanese. I saw that on there. Okay. That's fucked up. What else we got? What else? Let me, let me, got? I got something for you. We, you know, I, I hate this particular person for no reason. <laughs> well, actually, for a, a multiple. This nigga said he hates that person. <laughs> nigga don't even know who. Who we talking about? I, no, I know who I'm talking about. Uh, this Takashi Six Nine trying to go at Ludacris. Uh, Have it, you seen that? It's kind of old, but all right, we'll take it there. Uh. How how you gonna call him a you pussy you this you he don't know this dude he don't know what this dude capable of he don't and then he gonna say oh this is what you was doing back then he will never make that type of money dog Ludacris just predicted shit that was some real ass shit Takashi ain't gonna be here in five years I mean you, you got to think about it like this nowadays this new generation they real disrespectful. They don't respect the OGs. They don't know their history. So so with that being said, what do you expect? Like, you can't expect anything from these motherfuckers if they don't even know who their mamas and uncles was listening to. You know what I'm saying? True enough. You know, but at the same time, if anybody listening know Takashi, 46-year-old dude in Vegas, want that smoke. Well, that's a whole nother story. Because <laughs> real talk, I wonder what's the over under of Takashi actually doing something that's gonna get him his credit. I mean, if if he stays a musician, he aight. But what he does is he 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 tries to do the other shit that that's fucking him up. He's trying to troll motherfuckers, and they gonna he gonna run up on some the wrong. He gonna say something about the wrong person. They gonna run up on his ass. Oh, uh, that'll be on him. You we better I mean, stay cool with Tory Lanez because that's one of the ones that'll fucking strip his ass. You got to think. Yeah, nobody in their right mind thinks like that he's a better rapper than Ludacris. Nobody, no in, their, nobody in their right mind thinks that his. Well, I can't. I can't. I, I can't predict it. He'll be lucky to have a career that Ludacris had. You know what I'm saying? And not only that, Ludacris is a crossover actor. So, all right, said. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. He he's a you know he's a crossover actor, and not only that, he can fucking rap still. He still would out rap half of the niggas rapping right now. He cold it's as just, fuck. It's just a new generation, and the new generation don't want to hear that shit. And once again, if y'all know Takashi, tell him the only time that Ludacris ever put on makeup was to make millions. <laughs> This nigga Reggie crazy. Oh, Matt. Up ass model. <laughs> fuck that. Fuck him, dog. He ain't shit. I was about to say fuck that nigga. He ain't even no nigga. Fuck him. So you ain't heard his new shit? Bro, I ain't heard his old shit. I'm looking at it. I ain't heard his. 
I ain't heard this new shit either. I was talking shit. All right, let's get well, to some other shit, man. Let's not. Uh, yeah, baby. Baby. What you think about the Nikki Cardi beef? I think that's a uh, that's a cover up for her. You know that thing on her forehead. I think she like five months pregnant off of that. You know because she's showing on her eyebrow. <laughs> Nikki. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? That big ass knot on her head, dog. Not this motherfucker. Oh, you talking about the that little, made the first the little knot she got the situation they had? Yeah, you know, the first time I saw, her, I, I thought about that song she did. I like it like that. <laughs> Since so, so what do you think's gone? Like, what do you think's going? What, what do you think the outcome? All right, let me ask you like this. This this will make it more interesting and more more fun. Will Cardi or Nicki drop a diss track? Both. Who do you think will drop it first? Cardi, because she mad as a motherfucker right now. She took the she took the biggest L out of everybody in that situation. So you think if if a diss track comes, you think Cardi's dropping it first? I can't, Cardi gonna drop it first. I kind of agree with that, but and I don't think it's gonna be a reference either. I think it's gonna be a track. Nah, I think Cardi's gonna drop the first direct diss, and then Nicki Minaj is gonna drop a diss song. And then the smoke will happen. But the smoke need to happen. You know you went you went uh dark for that the reason for that part. Alright, well let me repeat that. I think Nikki will, will say her name on the track. I think Cardi No, I think Cardi is say her name on the track. Nikki gonna reply and that's when the smoke gonna really start. I yeah. think I think this track wise, I think Nikki will win this. Unfortunately, unless somebody else continues to write for Cardi B, it you know it'll stay interesting because everybody know that you know Nikki is gonna write it. Nikki is gonna say what she feels. But think versus, about it: if you know yeah. somebody's writing your diss track, you already kind of lost. Yeah, because you you got somebody else telling you how you feel, basically. Because think about how much ammo right there Nikki has on her. Like, bitch, I know you ain't right this. But then again, at this point in time, Cardi should be, you know, up on point enough to, you know, to, to actually write some shit. If, if Nikki's smart, she going to call Cardi and that knot on her head a girl group. <laughs> honestly, honestly, I'm gonna keep it real. If it was me, I think if I was Cardi, if I was Nicki Minaj, I dropped the first diss track. Fuck it. I mean, your, she ain't got nothing to lose. Your, your baby, like she might as well do it while her album's still, still in rotation. Because you know, there's gonna be a point where, when Cardi dropped whatever she dropped, even if it's horrible, the 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 energy gonna shift. And before the energy yeah. shifts, she might as well drop a diss track. Yeah, I mean... Matter of fact, yeah. I think there's one in the works. Yeah. That's my prediction. But, it's one in the works right now as we speak. It was these rap beats. 
these rap beasts be so fucking weak, though, man. They, they need to. All right, so I got one. Wait, because I know you' about to jump topic. I got one more question. Who do you think will win in a straight fist fight? Nikki. You think Nikki win? I think Nikki will. She give her ass a fucking New York City beat down, bro. On some real ass shit. Man. See now, go ahead. It's cause everybody, you know, because you know Nikki spent most of her time in Miami. You know what I'm saying? So everybody who not familiar with her history, like, oh, she a Florida motherfucker. That's even worse. You know what I'm saying? But she's still from from New York. She still was street before she even started this Barbie shit. True. She was real street before she started this Barbie shit, before the boobs, before the butt, before the, the, the colored hair. But you know what I'm saying? And she was known for that shit. I think they are New York chicks. So that 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 hype is in them. Honestly, now that I'm thinking about it, I would kind of give the edge to Cardi. But I don't think it would be like I don't think it'd be the ass whooping that everybody thinks Cardi would give Nikki. It'd be some hair pulling. Yeah, but if I if it comes to that, like hair pulling and that type of shit, I feel like if any type of ground shit or hair pulling, I'd have to give it to Cardi. She she comes from the strip club, so I'm pretty sure. <laughs> no, 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 real shit. I'm pretty that sure post, she didn't man. she didn't got in the hell of strip club fights. You know what I'm saying? But I don't think it'd be like a rap like she just finna whoop her ass though. I don't think it'd be nothing like that. She's street like Nick. I mean, come on, Nikki came straight up out the gutter, dog, to do what she did. Cardi the did too. That she was, the people that she was affiliated with, Remy Ma. I mean, come the fuck on. Cardi like, did Remy. too. Oh, you talking about uh, what's what's her what's her dude's name? Uh, Papoose. No, no, not not uh, Remy Ma. I'm talking about oh, Offset. What? Offset. Offset. Yeah, because you know he got left off the bamboo. Huh? Hey, but did you hear yeah, he? Yeah. Uh, you heard he said uh, some about niggas better quit playing with him because when he gonna come with the he when he come he come with that smoke. Ain't no sympathy. Everybody getting touched. And you know that was a direct shot at uh, Nicki Minaj. Yeah, but that shows how much of a bitch he is by threatening the chick. Nah, hey, trust me. He don't want to do that. No, he really don't. I you mean, because then you that, that with, involves a whole bunch of other motherfuckers. Yeah, and and let's well, not mention that means dealing with Lil Wayne. And you know what comes with that Louisiana shit. And that might end up dealing mean dealing with Drake. Well, I don't know. I don't know. I think it's gonna be dealing with a lot of a lot of Florida. It's gonna be dealing with a lot of Louisiana. It's gonna be dealing with a lot of New York. It's gonna be a lot of places they ain't gonna be able to go. Without getting snatched off the stage. Well, low key, I think Drake and Nikki beefing right now. Anyway, something's up with their little situation. Yeah, that that whole thing is odd with them man, at this point. All right, so we did. Who went out of the fight? Well, let's track. do this. <laughs> you think Joe Buttons is gonna is gonna actually put something to wax since he's talking all this? I'm better. Shit. Uh, I'll put it like this: Joe Button is capable of 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 sparring with Eminem, but once this once he get in the ring with him, I don't, I don't think I don't think he can fuck with Eminem. Joe Button Joe Button is battle tested. He's definitely battle tested. 
He mm-hmm. definitely can rap, but he can spar with him. He ain't going no twelve rounds with Eminem. I'm just saying after uh... I, I I think what he did is he knew that all that attention and that energy was going to help for for his podcast uh, getting switched over to Spotify. So it was going to bring more listeners because everybody wanted to hear what he was going to say. Yeah, and I think even right now. From from Eminem saying that, and the energy and the energy that is getting, I think Joe Button is playing off of that, which is smart, and he's gonna play off of that until. But I but I think Joe Button will try to if M replies, which Eminem's gonna reply. I think Joe Button will reply. Joe Button couldn't even reply to Remy Ma on the same, literally on the same, sitting on the same stage. But that's his co-host, though. You know what I'm saying? She called him a pussy. <laughs> <laughs> she called. I'm sorry, bro. That's like, in, you know how in jail, if a motherfucker call you a bitch in jail, he just like said, fuck your mama, I killed your mama, da da da. She called him a pussy, bro. Yeah, she and, did. And that's coming from a woman, and he shut the fuck up like he was a classic gentleman. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> I mean, like the the one thing about Joe Button is, is though he's he, he's unpredictable, and he deals with a lot of shit off of emotions. So he he might he might reply if M gives him because remember he said it. He was like, "Why you didn't give him?" The, he was like, "Well, I like niggas that give me bars and da 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 da." A while ago, Eminem was the best rapper alive. Nobody could fuck with him. Nobody could rap better than him. And now you. All he's doing is just putting words together. You got to figure out which one you want to go with, brother. Because once true. that once that album one drop, and I feel like that's when Joe's energy changed towards towards Eminem. Well, I'm you're to, you're the, a boss, basically. The most the most gangster shit that I've ever known Joe Buttons to do, say, not do, or not say, is when he got up from that interview with the Migos. Yeah, he's he's emotional. Cause real, cause real talk though. But I I believe that them niggas wouldn't have wanted that smoke with him. Uh, as much as they act like they wanted to have it, bruh. Now I give him that. You got to think, he ain't Joe Budden. Like I said, he's an emotional nigga. So I I understand where he's coming from when he was sitting there. Like I don't want to hear this bullshit. These niggas acting like they too cool. Fuck these niggas. Nothing against the Migos, but I'm saying like. Like damn, these niggas don't want to get interviewed. The energy off, like nigga, I'm not finna it sit was here. A bad interview. I'm not finna sit here and fake this shit. And then you know, that's when them niggas want to smoke. But it's three on one. That nigga probably would have got jumped. Maybe you know, but that's that light skin shit. You know, so light skin niggas always out here on some emotional key sweat shit. Oh, uh, you taking but, um, shots, nigga? Shots fired. All right, let me give you your, let me give you your shots, nigga. Oh, shots I'll fired. be sure Christopher Williams elded the barge ass motherfuckers. If y'all don't know who Christopher Williams is, that's the nigga Wesley Snipes stabbed in the hand on New Jack City. Get your history up, niggas. Yeah, I'm tired of these light skinned niggas, Reggie. The, look, look, the, the Wesley Snipes before he stopped paying taxes. So do you think? <laughs> so do you think Eminem is gonna reply to uh, MGK? 
eventually when you know when when a lot of the, a lot of the the smoke rises and shit, I believe he's gonna you know release something that's probably gonna uh, stir the industry up. You know what I'm saying? And this, I believe it's gonna end up being like that battle, like a battle royale on the WWE or WWF, man, where it's gonna be a lot of people involved in this shit. At before it's all said and done, I put money on that. Well, let me. uh Drop this exclusive. Eminem's definitely replying. Eminem's definitely replying to MGK. And all I'm going to say is think candy. What's today's date? September 12th. Think candy. You heard it here first on the Riding Out All Day podcast. Eminem is going to respond. Think candy. <laughs> anyway, but I, I, like I said, though, I believe it's gonna end up bringing a lot of other people into it. Just uh, uh, what's what's the uh, Dre's favorite word? Uh, clout chasing. You know what I'm saying? And that's how it always ends up being anyway. But Joe Button is pussy, like Remy Ma said. And <laughs> Damn, he is man. You know, we about the same age. I I get that smoke with him too, but um. I think yeah. I think Eminem, Eminem gonna rip an ass in MGK, even though it was he had a good comeback, but it was a whole song when uh Eminem just made reference. Oh yeah, you so know? let me ask you about this. How do you feel about Joe Button saying he's been better than Eminem for the last ten years? You believe well, that? If we, if we can get in Joe Button's head and, and hear this shit that he talking about has been better than Eminem, then I mean it might change our mind, but until then it wasn't nothing that he did. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't nothing that he did. Yeah, sorry, Eminem Joe was... Button. You're not a better artist than Eminem. Sorry, nah. Like I like your mu- your mood musics. Them shits is fire. I-, I definitely like your diss tracks that you be dropping and shit. Like, but we talking about Eminem, homie. We talking about Eminem. Because even Kamikaze, a lot of people didn't want to give it the reviews, and well, Joe definitely Joe Button didn't want to give it the reviews that it wanted. But it was the same Eminem that was basically on top of the game in his prime. Joe Budden ain't been better than Eminem in the last, this past 10 years. Joe Budden ain't been better than fucking Jim Jones. That's all I got to say about that shit. I don't even like Jim Jones. Joe Budden will wrap circles around Jim Jones rapping. But that, that, that street shit, Jim Jones got him beat. And, hey, Pretty much. and Jim Jones is definitely an underrated artist. Probably one of the most underrated rappers in rap. There's a possibility in the situation to be uh, behind that, yeah. Nah, like rip, real shit. Like, niggas sleep on Jim Jones. Well, you know, he went through a lot of flack, man, with that diplomat shit. Man. But he, 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 came up, he came up on top out of all that. When Cam wasn't dropping music, he was still dropping shit. When him and Cam was beefing, he was still putting out music and shit. Oh, no, nobody slowed his role from doing what he was doing. I mean, but once you turn to that reality show shit, bro, oh, You got to think, this this was a hype man at one time. This this is a hype man that's turned himself into a credible rapper. You feel me? 
Yeah, I feel you. I mean, his last name is on point. But uh, other than that. Do you know where he got his name from? I hope it ain't the, the Oakland-based pastor who moved his whole flock to Central America and made them drink the Kool-Aid. Absolutely is. That's that light skin nigga shit. Telling you shit. <laughs> that shit is running rampant out here, bro. <laughs> that nigga said that's that light skin nigga shit. Uh, I'm not. I'm not prejudiced, y'all. I'm not prejudiced. You know, it's just some shit. It's just what it is. This nigga prejudice is a motherfucker. By by the way, this nigga's darker than a goddamn a uh, a uh, a uh, street with the street lights on. And, and this the, coming from a man whose daytime. nickname is Boo. <laughs> coming from a man whose nickname is Boo. <laughs> in a, in the daytime, talk looking ass nigga. Uh, all right. All right. So we don't think that boom. Uh. What else did I have? I was trying to keep this shit under an hour. I mean, we we still uh three minutes under. What what you got? What else? You, what you got? Let's let's talk about how uh, Kendrick Lamar spoke on Mac Miller as one of, one of his influences. Oh, did he? I didn't hear that. Man, oh yeah, he he spoke nothing but. But positive words on him, man. He said every time he saw the dude, he always kept a smile on his face and just just gave him accolades. And, and coming from one of the best, I would say, would, would you put him in the top five out now? Who? Kendrick. Top five out now? Nigga, he's the top. Kendrick okay. right now is probably rapper, best rapper. Kendrick's the best rapper out right now. All right, because he didn't he – didn't, as far as what, what I read, he didn't say it out of sympathy. He said it out of truth. You know what I'm saying? Knowing the guy, seeing the guy uh, on numerous occasions, like fucking with him type shit. And he's like, you know, he always had a smile on his face no matter what he was going through. Kendrick probably has had some type of uh, idea what he was going through. But, you know, be that as it always is. When somebody at, at the top of their game give you some type of uh, accolades, you got to run with it. And for you kids out there that listen, which is probably not too many of y'all, but some of y'all grown niggas is kids still too. Anyway, you know what I'm saying? Don't don't think that being famous shit is 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 everything that it looked like. Like a lot of a lot of them people are stressed out going through shit. They got the same problems we got, same health issues we got. Only difference is. Is they got a couple dollars to take care of it quicker. Yeah. It was, but yeah, uh, millions of dollars is not a band-aid. Definitely not. I'm just it's saying it's, it's, it's easier to take care of. Yeah, it's just money, money just makes stuff, uh, how can I say, more accessible to you, stuff that you don't even need to be around or people you don't even need to be around. All right, Reggie, give me a final thought and close this bitch out for us. My final thought is if anybody that's listening to this is ever going through any uh, fucked up situations, you you are never by yourself. You're never too big to involve somebody else in your situation that you trust. Reach out to somebody if you're going through some shit. It's it's never worth you know turning to hard ass drugs or harming yourself or others around you. Hey, this your boy M Davis. 
This the Riding Out All Day podcast, and we out this bitch. Yeah.